Hey, thanks for stopping into We Called It. We have a great show for you today. We are going to be talking about NFL futures bets. We've been talking fantasy recently, but we are finally back to what we like and enjoy the most, giving great odds for your season-long looks. Uh, I don't want to brag, but Ken Call has hooked me up with some beautiful helmets in the background, giving me a little bit more scenic view. We have some great signed ones. We have Kelsey and Mahomes uh, signed Chiefs mini helmet, Justin Jefferson, Justin Herbert, and then T. Higgins. Bottom shelf, we have Jamar Chase, Randy Moss, Emmett Smith, and Vernon Davis. He's just like, I think that was like the really cheap free one that was thrown in in a deal for you. So I'm happy to have them, though. Thank you so much for the gifts. And it gives me a beautiful background. How are you doing? Doing good. And you're right. Vernon Davis was absolutely a throw in, but um, <laughs> Phil's benefiting from my uh, sports raffling addiction. Uh, hope you like him. Still have a giveaway, a JJ Watt uh, card. Uh, giveaway so um please hundred dollar value sign up like and subscribe hit the bell for notification uh for notifications let's when we drop great great content mm-hmm. so yeah keep giving us your fantasy questions if you, you have anything i will tell you we got awesome gems from our uh fantasy show you're gonna love those ones but now we're talking about uh the fun things the season long uh picks your you know you get to wait four months to see if they win Super exciting to watch all year. The Jags last year, they looked like such a bad pick about, you know, two-thirds of the way through the year. And then they were like, nope, just kidding. We're going to win out. So, um, yep, uh, got some more. If you uh, remember correctly, we had that as our one of our sleeper teams to win the division. Uh, so don't want to brag, but we actually nailed that one. There was a couple we missed on, but forget about those. Those don't matter. Only count the wins. Uh, all right. So with that, though, Ken, do you have... What's your, well, what's your number one pick for division winner, playoff maker, any kind of future bet to get to the postseason? Mm-hmm. So uh, now, don't pick the Chiefs. Minus 500. <laughs> they're going to make the playoffs. Great. Minus 500. You're just not, not getting the good, uh, good enough value there. I'm fine with the less, uh, still the, the minus numbers, but don't have to be super high. But uh, I do like the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's my first pick. So. Uh, a lot of it has to do with opportunity. Yes, they're in the AFC. AFC is very tough. Yes, they're also in the worst division in football. Um, eh, worst division in the AFC, at least. So, uh, yes, we, we talked about the Titans. We talked about DeAndre Hopkins going there. Yes, you know, make, makes it look a little flashier. But at the same time, uh, they're just not at the same caliber as Jacksonville Jaguars. The Colts and the Texans certainly are not. Both of them with rookie quarterbacks, they're going to struggle. Yeah, at least to start the year. I'm not a Josh Richardson believer. Uh, you know, fantasy, sure. I don't think he's going to be winning games. I will not be drafting Michael Pittman or anyone else from that offense in fantasy. But uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, they have four very, very easy wins uh, against the, the Texans and the Colts. And uh, I will be betting those almost certainly uh, later on in the year. But, uh, you know, their only real competition in that division uh, are the uh, Texans, but I like them at minus 200 to make the playoffs, and uh, whatever it is for the division, I probably like that one too. I'll cover you for the division. That's minus 155. That is one I had written down. Uh, like you said, there is just no competition. The sec- My second favorite bet there would be to the Texans to win the division, but that's just because it's plus 1,000, and in the NFL, you know, any anything can happen. There's always crazy, crazy teams that show up in the playoffs. Uh, but now my number one 
kind of future bet to make the playoffs. It's going to be weird because I know I trash him all the time, but it is Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So this team won the division last year. They bring back most of the roster and they swap out uh, Tom Brady for Baker Mayfield. Huge downgrade, but there is not a lot of competition in that division. Uh, the big question is like, how much can Derek Carr do for the Saints? I think he's good, but remember Andy Dalton. Uh, anyways, Andy Dalton played at a top ten PFF level last year, so he was hitting the throws, doing things well. Except for in that Cardinals game, he had back-to-back pick sixes for the half. Besides that, he was good. I don't know if Derek Carr can outplay that level. So I am in on you know anything happening in the NFC South, and in that case, that is the Buccaneers plus seven fifty to come out, upset everyone, and make their way into the playoffs. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, so Ken, that's my first pick. Who is your second? So I actually have the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers here, but it's kind of lumped in with that whole division, actually. So um, no, do not bet on every single team in the division, but pick one. (laughs) It is wide open. So New Orleans is at minus 188 to make playoffs. Atlanta plus 104. Tampa Bay at plus 360. I was going to mention, I agree. I do like Tampa Bay. Uh, It's at the odds. Do I think they're going to win? You know, probably not, but at the plus 360, sure. You know, that those are uh, you know, decent opportunity. You're, you're giving Baker Mayfield, you know, decent offense. Yeah, the, the offensive line isn't good. He certainly struggled with a bad offensive line in the past. But that defense, you know, really carried them all of last year. And, that I mean, you know, of course, uh, you know, if they can stay stay healthy, any, any solid defense that can stay healthy certainly has a shot, and especially in a bad division. I like the talent right. in uh, Atlanta as well, um, at least on the offense that's not Desmond Ritter. We've talked about before first-round draft picks in B. John Robinson, Drake London, and Kyle Pitts. Um, do I trust him or uh, Arthur Smith? Uh, don't know. But in a bad division, if that's a bet you want to take, I totally get it. All right, so my number two pick is going to be the Commanders. I know, I, I've hyped them up, and it's time to put my money where my mouth is. This is uh, one of the bets I have placed already, and that's because it's plus 1,300 odds to win the division. Now, again, plus 1,300. I don't think it's going to happen. However, at those odds, it seems like a value. I have talked about how much I believe in that defensive front. It's now healthy. I mean, they have four guys that are pro bowlers, borderline, like could be all pros in any given year up front. On the outside, they have the receiving talent. They have so many options. I know Terry McLaurin has turf toe, but he'll be back week two or three. Uh, and then you have Jahan Dotson, Curtis Samuel, Danami Brown. There's so many uh, playmakers. And Sam Howell won his one start last year. I know, I know, I know. It's, it's only one start, but I absolutely believe in him to be a functioning NFL quarterback, whether it's long-term or this is just like a one-hit wonder for a year. I believe in him. And Eric Bieniemy. He came from a smart offense, and I know everyone hated Matt Nagy, ran him out of Chicago, and rightfully so, because he was awful with Justin Fields. However, if you remember the first year he had Mitch Trubisky, they made something magical happen. Allen Robinson had 1,200 yards. That was an 11-win team, and I think they either won their playoff game or came a doinked field goal at the end from winning it. So... There, I think the enemy can carry some of the read magic for at least a year and bring that to Washington and get them to be a functioning offense with a tough defense. And, you know, you get Jalen Hurts to step back without his coordinators. You get 
uh, the Cowboys without Kellen Moore calling the plays. Sounds like a recipe for a little bit of chaos at the top of that division. Ken, you're number three. That'll be the Miami Dolphins, and that's because uh, their odds to make the playoffs are just uh, minus 105, essentially a toss-up uh, to make it. Yes, once again, AFC, yes, hard division. You don't know what you're getting with the Jets, but at the same time, uh, that team, when, when Tua was healthy, that offense was nearly unstoppable. Uh, I mean, I am, uh, once again, in fantasy, I'm going all in on these guys. I want I want Hill, I want uh, Waddle, and I want Tua, wherever I can get them. They have a bunch of fast running backs and also Jeff Wilson, who works out really well there for some reason. Um, but that offense, you know, it's it's built on speed. It's built on uh, against the outside. Yeah, um, they had defenses kind of start to figure them out uh, last year, but maybe that was just Tua getting concussed, you know, a bunch. Now, a lot of people well, are You worried. can't tell the difference between your team and theirs. It's a little rough. <laughs> so when you have, uh, you know, the thing with Tua's healthy right now, you know, if he figures out how to avoid contact, which number one for his career, I hope he does. But two is at quarterback, it is extremely possible to do that. To change the way you play to avoid these uh, hits, especially like the big head collisions. So uh, I, I certainly think that uh, betting on Tua, Terry Kill and Jalen Waddles, certainly a good bet. Absolutely, I agree with you. Even though you told me not to draft Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill on the same team for our fantasy football draft. That's because it was anyways. on the same team. Yes. <laughs> I'm well aware. Uh, anyways, I wish Jalen Ramsey was healthy for them, and I would believe in them a lot more. Unfortunately, he is out until December, but not a bad pick. Uh, and then, so that, my third pick, this is tough. It's 50-50 between two teams, and I'm going to go with the Chicago Bears. Uh, now I've hyped, we've hyped up DJ Moore. He's been one of my favorite fantasy guys. I've talked about Rashawn Johnson. He's another guy I think is going to burst on the scene. Their defense is suspect, but this is another situation where the division is up for grabs. I know, I know the lions are, you know, the fun pick, the exciting pick for that division because they came on and they went crazy to end the year, something like eight and two, eight and three, but you got to remember that team was one and eight for a reason. They did spend money. They revamped their defense and I think they're going to be good. However, you know, when teams go on those kinds of runs, it's questionable if they can follow up the next year. The Bears have everything going on their side, uh, like momentum. They're young. They were fun last year, and now they spent and tried to make some moves to help their defense. They got more weapons on the outside. Justin Fields is the number one pick to win MVP per betting because of the odds and stuff. So I am just in on the Bears at plus 430 to win the division. Uh, I could see them coming out having a last place schedule, playing, you know, getting some some easier wins, and then you know just being neck and neck with the Lions and pulling out that one game because you know a special play by Fields or something. So again, not saying it's gonna happen, but at the odds, I don't think it's uh, some it's something to overlook. So that's another division there. Uh, seems like everyone really likes the Lions this year, and this is you know. Detroit never plays with expectations. Coming from Cleveland, which is essentially Detroit of the AFC, anytime we it's, have expectations. It's Detroit, but a, a little bit southeast. <laughs> uh, anytime we play with expectations, uh, you see us uh, sometimes tank, and most of the time tank, actually. But um, I think that that division is wide open, too. The Bears, you know, they on, on paper, they look good. You know, you're, you're really betting on a Justin Fields uh, 
you know, can you take the next step? Can you go from this, you know, dynamic, you know, rushing quarterback that can, you know, house it at any uh, play to uh, actually, uh, you know, command an offense and, and score. So uh, I will be talking about that team later on, Phil. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to get, let's, those are the top three for each. I have some more listed, but I'm thinking we just rapid fire through these last ones because uh, there's better things to talk about than, you know, division winners. So uh, the last couple I have, this is going to be the Browns plus 400. If you want to know why, go listen to any of our offseason tapes and you'll hear me hyping up, you know, the Deshaun Watson offense and what I believe will, already, uh, will be a good defense. Then I have uh, two teams actually to miss the playoffs as some of my favorite bets. And that's Seattle and Baltimore. No need to, you know, I, I am not a fan of Geno Smith. He fell off last year to end the year. So I am just not buying into what they did. I think there's some uh, second year slumps from their rookies. And that's just because they played at such a high level. Like Tariq Woolen was, he, you know, a Pro Bowl cornerback. And the only reason he's not getting more love is because Sauce Gardner was so outstanding as a rookie. But I, I think they just pulled back a little bit. And then Baltimore. I like Baltimore. I've hyped. I've been a big Lamar believer. However, only so many teams can make the playoffs in the AFC. And if I like the Browns and I like the Bengals and I like the Broncos and the Chargers, at some point, someone's got to be left out. And unfortunately, I am just not buying into this new spread pass heavy offense with their new weapons in Baltimore. So I think that, uh, you know, it just doesn't have as much upside as they like to think in what's going to be a congested, congested conference. This is kind of a, a not so bold take on the Ravens, but I just don't think they're end up spreading and passing the ball a ton. I think that they're going to realize <laughs> that that's not Lamar Jackson's thing, and I think they're going to end up running a ton again. Um, well, the good news but, is they have two they have two good tight ends if they want to switch it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I like uh, you know I don't hate J.K. Dobbins. I don't hate Gus Edwards and Lamar Jackson. I think they're going to run again. Sorry, uh, <laughs> I, I know everything they've done is the exact opposite of that. But I think, I, how long are you going to watch Lamar pass before you're like, you know what, maybe this guy should keep on the ground? <laughs> uh, oh, right, you, do you have any more to run through like that? Uh, no, just Baltimore fans are going to hate us. That's eh, fine. The, they, they can join up with the Lions fans who already <laughs> hate us, even though I'm sitting here with more Jameer Gibbs shares on my fantasy teams than I know what to do with. Um, so I guess next up we are going to do the fun bets. So Ken and I were scouring the sports books and we found they have some specials out there, whether it's, um, like break records or, you know, team specific items that, uh, we were able to find some good ones. So my favorite to start is Derek Henry to throw a touchdown. It's at DraftKings for plus 500 odds. He's thrown a touchdown, um, three touchdowns in the last two years. One wouldn't have counted because it was postseason. But that, uh, you know, goal line run run up to the line and then jump and pass it is a highly effective play. You're going to get someone to bite on it once a year. Uh, and I think week 9, 10, as long as he's still on the field, you're going to see it happen once more where he, uh, you know, fools people. I don't care what week he does it, but he's going to do it. Chig Okonkwo is just too much of a beast to not catch that easy touchdown pass. Um, so, yes, I love that bet. All right, so what do you got? Okay, I have one name, two first names for you, and it's <laughs> Justin Herbert. Now, right now, 
yes, there's, there's a bunch of fun bets, but you should just go and bet on these right now. Uh, Justin Herbert's over for passing yards uh, is 4,425. Uh, in uh, FanDuel, it's, it's part of record breakers. It'd be like the first quarterback to start like three seasons, I think, with over like this or uh, X amount of yards. But um, actually, this one's just might be just as passing. But uh, at minus 112 for over 4,400 yards, I actually like that one. I like most passing yards in the league at the plus 4,500. And you can even get him if you really want to be bold and do record breakers. So um, I, I don't hate these record breaker things. Yeah, usually I, I wouldn't, but just statistically, you get a whole nother game. You know, the last few years, you get an extra game. Like these uh, 16 game records will be broken here, you know, sooner than later. So um, anyways, Justin Herbert, that offense is going to be real. And, you know, they're... Uh, their line is healthy. Big problem last year. Austin Eckler is not the guy to give the ball, the you know thirty or carries to it a game. Um, I don't think you're going to see that from Larry Roundtree or uh, jo- Joshua Kelly or any of those other running backs. I think that this will be a pass first and uh, downfield stretch. This is kind of what the uh, the Ravens would want to do, but they the uh, Chargers actually have all of the assets. They probably didn't even need an extra receiver, but they got it first round in the draft. I am all in on this passing game, and the, the bets uh, will follow. Also, if you're going to add some most passing yards, just Herbert for MVP. Don't hate it. Absolutely. We, I, I was going to say months ago we said Herbert to lead the league in passing. I am not breaking off that train. Good news from Quentin Johnson in camp. Just gives me reassurance that when it inevitably happens that Mike Williams you know, gets a hammy injury, they have a replacement ready to go. Uh, all right. Another bet that I like is Debo Samuel on FanDuel to have 770 receiving yards and 220 rushing yards. Um, it's It'll break milestones in terms of like 4,000 rushing and 1,000, or sorry, 4,000 receiving and 1,000 rushing for him. Uh, he played 13 games last year. He hit that rushing mark and was a little under on the passing. So I think... Last year, they went in with the game plan that Trey Lance was their starting quarterback, and they 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 ran a Kyle Shanahan offense for that, similar to the RG3 style. Now they get a full offseason of saying, Trey Lance, you're not the guy for us. We are running the Kyle Shanahan offense that worked at the end of the year last year. We have McCaffrey the whole time, so now uh, you know Kyle Shanahan can use them interchangeably the way he wanted to or did at the end of the year. More game planning better Debo Samuel's absolutely shredded he keeps sending pictures to Kyle Shanahan so I am 100% in on Debo Samuel coming out and this is a thousand total yards is is, this is the way I read that bet and at plus 285 I think it's an absolute steal I hope they give him the ball as a running back you know they just uh there was a, a second year back that looked good there in camp they said Elijah Mitchell's there uh christian McCaffrey. you know a lot of guys that get injured all the time but you know what if uh if they can uh spread the ball around you know my only question with that is i I just don't want to bank on him getting a bunch of rushing yards with that being said i mean he could do that on a few you know long end arounds uh which he'll certainly get uh still but um you know a, a thousand uh total yards from debo samuel is certainly a good bet all right uh what else do you have um, I like, so, um, they keep calling these record breakers, but it's like 
uh, Jamar Chase and Jalen Waddle to get 75 catches and 1,000 yards uh, in a year. So uh, 1,000 yards is 63 yards a game. And uh, just like I said, I really like Miami. I really like that, that passing game. I think that those numbers will be nothing for Jalen Waddle to hit. Of course, you know, that is a bet that Tua stays healthy too. But um, I cert- I just think he can do it. Uh, now, he's cr- he crushed those numbers last year, and I think he's going to uh, crush it again. Now, now Jamar Chase, I'm not even going to talk about uh, with this because it's his, his odds are minus 350 to hit those numbers. Um, do I think he's going to do it? Sure. You know, just that, that payout's not great. Uh, Waddle's at plus 136. That's the bet to make. So Jalen Waddle had 75 receptions exactly last year. Does that scare you at all? Because 1,000 receiving yards, I'm pretty sure you could do in four games because they'll probably, you know, be going crazy, getting a couple 200, 300-yard games just the way they play. So um, Tyreek Hill was really not affected by whether or not Tua was in uh, last mm-hmm. year. And that is just how good he is. He is as good as Waddle is. Tyreek Hill is on that next level. Now, Jalen Waddle went with Tua healthy, got the vast majority of those. He he got less than four uh, like receptions in several games with these like backup quarterbacks. Um, especially, you know, he, he was uh, getting these longer uh, uh, catches too last year. So, you know, those are certainly the harder ones to get with backups. I, like I said, this is kind of a bet for Tua to stay healthy, but uh, I mean, even when he didn't last year, he still got that in the first year of this offense. So no, I'm not that scared of that. All right. So we're going to wrap up my last fun bet. And that is the Browns to pass for a touchdown in every game this year. Now I know that is crazy, but Deshaun Watson to throw 30 touchdown passes odds is at plus 300. While this bet is at plus 3000. I know Cleveland is on the lake. There's always the risk of weather. When you're talking plus 3,000, guys, that, you know, you're talking crazy, crazy things to happen. I mean, the odds for the Texans to win their division is three times more likely than the Browns to throw a touchdown every game. It doesn't make any sense to me. I think, you know, I talked them up. I said they're a borderline playoff team. I said Deshaun Watson is getting back, and he, you know, is going to be playing really well throughout the whole year. Maybe not like a true MVP candidate the entire year, but I think if the Browns start hot, he's going to look great and get uh, gather some buzz there. Um, so 30 touchdowns, I think he'll hit. And instead of betting that, I'm taking, you know, the thing, the bet that it has a 10 times higher payout, which is just throw a touchdown every game. If you have a high-functioning offense, teams like the Chiefs, the Bengals, the Bills, even the Lions are all plus 750 or lower. And I believe the Browns, you know, to be in that top 10 offense kind of caliber. I agree, Phil, but I'm doing the, uh, the 30 touchdowns. Um, <laughs> I, You're not I live trust in weather in Cleveland that much. <laughs> I live in Cleveland and I believe in the weather. It's not going away. Uh, I, I believe in the weather more than I believe in the Browns. Um, That's but fair. yes, I, I do like that, bet. you know, um, 30 touchdowns even if he gets like 32 33 which is by the way a browns record that's still going to be considered a bad year uh, absolutely yes. so, all right um, uh so what's going more. on any what else i would say what else do you have from these types all right just one more in terms of the record breaker is uh pat mahomes to score or to throw for over 35 uh touchdowns um even the running plays where they do like just like that forward handoff are considered passes um the chiefs are going to score they're just going to do it. I do not think that Isaiah Pacheco is going to rush for 20 touchdowns. 
Um, but uh, 35 touchdowns, once again, is going to be a very bad year for Pat Mahomes, you know. Um, and his for him to score over 35 and get like the most consecutive years to start, uh, I think, um, for 35 in a row, whatever it is, is minus 146. Um, yeah, I consider that free money. So, yes, uh, I will be doing that bet. <laughs> it's always good to have free money coming your way. Uh, anyways, now, uh, do you have anything else you want to work in? I am out of futures bets before we go on to it's going to be a bit of a. Uh, an ad hoc segment. <laughs> Let's do it. Bring it on. All right. So I found these right before Ken and I were coming on. And due to time restraints, we had not had much time to prep. So we are going to be looking and we have um, a few. It's going to be like last undefeated team, last winless team, uh, team to score the most points, score the fewest points, things like that. So we're just going to run through, look at the odds and give you our takes on each. So starting first with last undefeated, I'm sorry we don't have more preparation to talk about schedule and stuff like that, but we're just going to be looking at odds uh, and going off of it. So Ken, while you think I will go first on this one and be bold, and I'm going to have to go with the Miami Dolphins. So I'm pretty sure they actually have like the hardest schedule to start the year, uh, or the hardest schedule across the whole year period. That impl- That means up front, it's going to be tough but I'm still going to believe in them at plus 2,600. There's always that team. It was the Ravens to me last year who were always coming out and, you know, getting those crazy comeback wins. Um, They did it to the Dolphins. They did it to the Bills. And I think Miami is going to have that spark, that fire in them. After coming off a year with injuries, you get your second year under Mike McDaniel. They have a better idea of who they are. uh, And, uh, they brought in Vic Fangio defensively, which I think will be a huge boost to the weakest unit of their team. So Miami Dolphins plus 2,600. It's ugly because of the schedule, but I'm going to bet on them to overcome that ugliness and come out as, you know, the longest undefeated team. <laughs> the team that's undefeated for the longest time. Well, um, last year, what was it? Tua started 7-0. and uh, Yeah. Games he completed. And uh, sure, uh, not a horrible bet. Absolutely. Um, well, also they're a speed team, and in the su- and in the summer and in the heat, that's when they thrive. Or the spring, or fall, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, the San Francisco Forty ers at plus a thousand is always a, like a interesting one. You know, they're just a good team. That that's all there is to it. They have a good defense. You know, Brock Purdy looks healthy. You know, that like that was a question. It's a whole year with Christian McCaffrey. I mean, uh, yeah, and, and more. You know, they're also there in the uh, NFC, and that, that certainly helps. But the team I'm going to go with are the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I think a lot of people just kind of forget about the Buffalo Bills because they've been good for a few years. That you know they have their marquee game is a loss, even though it was still an amazing game, probably the best game of football played in the last 25 years. But um, Still a uh, still a loss. Um, I, I think that they they just get stagnant with the offense or in our minds because they're the same thing. But just because they haven't changed, you know, don't don't take anything uh, back from them. So uh, has nothing to do with the fact that I got J- uh, a lot of James Cook and Josh Allen on my fantasy teams. But I would happily I, see them go ten and zero to start. I, I'm with you um, now. Everyone knows Josh Allen can have stinker games. But remember, like, the first 10 games last year, they were a Goliath. 
they it was it was them to win the Super Bowl period is what it looked like. You know, everyone was competing for second in power rankings. Uh and then, you know, Josh Allen got nicked up a little bit and things started to fall apart. But absolutely a team I could see starting off strong and just running through because that that's you know, they, they they play bully football, which sounds kind of funny because everyone should play that way, right? All right, now last the, team, the two teams team. I picked, the two biggest bullies out there, the 49ers <laughs> and the, the Bills. Sounds good. Uh, last winless team. Okay, so commanders are top 10 ranking this, and you know I'm not picking them because I have them to win the division. Uh, but I'm going to, let's see. I'm going to go crazy with this one, and I'm going to go the Giants at plus 2,300. I talked about how uh, they they won a lot of close games in ridiculous ways last year. Like, I think the Packers, uh, I remember watching A.J. Dillon had a wide-open hole to score a touchdown and win the game with, like, a minute left, pretty much. And he went the wrong way and got tackled in the backfield. And just little things like that that compounded made them, you know, it was, like, 6-0, and maybe, like, 8-2 and or something. And then, you know, they stumbled, got a lucky playoff win against the Vikings team that wasn't that good. Uh, but I can see them just struggling early on and, you know, Plus 2,300 is good odds when you put it up against teams like the Steelers, the Bears, the Patriots, Jets. I think all those teams um, ha- just have more talent offensively, and I am not a believer in Daniel Jones to recreate what he did last year, and that that's really the driver behind this. They don't have offensive weapons. I mean, you're talking Paris Campbell, Isaiah Hodgins, Darius Slayton. Darren Waller is getting all the buzz, but I think it's, you know, we saw that offense for the Raiders for a year or two, and it's not great. So what do you got? Well, um, I had a team here, and I will talk about them, but just a few surprises that for some higher-up teams like the, uh, the Tennessee Titans. I, yes, I as much as I like the Jags, I don't, I don't hate the Tennessee Titans at the plus 1,100. That just seems, uh, you know, pretty disrespectful to Vrabel, who's They have the second-best odds to win their division, yet they are – you know the longest win yeah so you know it Mm kind of doesn't make sense (laughs) i certainly would pick the colts before them like i said i think uh so all of the like um like metrics for like josh richardson like were not good as throwers and i mean the bit as a thrower in college and he didn't really need it um and he uh, yes he is a complete i mean the the quintessential elite athlete at quarterback but um I just see a lot of struggling for them, especially, I mean, the whole Jonathan Taylor saga. I mean, they, there's not much to help them out. And, you know, uh, Michael Pittman is a reliable receiver. And that is the best thing you can say about anyone else on that offense that's not jo- um, Josh Richardson, who's a rookie. Anthony who, Richardson. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you're, t- you're talking about one of my favorite NBA 2K players when I'm you playing, say Josh Richardson. Yeah. <laughs> I've said it a few times too. Sorry about that. It's all uh, good. They 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 caught on. They listened until this point. <laughs> I dra- I uh, <laughs> I drafted a lot of Josh Allen, so sorry. But yeah. um, anyways, uh, so uh, certainly like the Colts at uh plus eighteen hundred. But I'm sorry, the most ridiculous thing I've heard all year so far is the Arizona Cardinals are refusing to name a starter to keep a competitive edge uh, at quarterback. <laughs> You went through the whole off season, and you're not even going to say who the starter is. That I am sorry. Like if that if you, I, I'm sure somebody won it, you know, in camp. But um, and it's honestly, it was probably uh, Josh Dobbs who they just traded the Browns for. <laughs> um, 
That's what he did for Tennessee last year, right? Like, it was like, oh, Malik Willis is our starter, now Tannehill's out. And it's like, dude, Josh Dobbs, you've been here for three days. Go out there and save us. Yes. And so um, I, I think that I, I actually like Josh Dobbs, and I think that that's the right decision. But at the same time, pick a starter. Oh, my God. Like, uh, it's you're not going, hard. It, it, it's not. You had a whole preseason, and you're not going to name the starter. Um, and also, I don't think teams care. Like, the whole competitive edge. I don't think that saying, you know, Josh Dobbs versus uh, whatever that quarterback, the uh, uh, rookie quarterback is, uh, doesn't matter. So, um, yes, I'm happy I did have drafted money, uh, Arizona Cardinals. And if you wanted to pick them, sure, because uh, I do not think Kyler Murray is coming back after the week four um, or when he's eligible to return in week four. Uh, Yeah. So one more team I want to point out, because I just looking in the. I ignored them for a minute, but now I see them, and it's like the Raiders. They're in the AFC. Josh McDaniels is just an awful coach. They got rid of Derek Carr. They brought in Jimmy Garoppolo, who's probably going to sprain his ankle on throw number three. And like they have some talent, but I don't think this is a you know a well-run organization. I don't think uh, I, I don't think they're well coached. So I am just. I guess I'm just out on the Raiders, man. And at plus 1800, I could see them being a team uh, to struggle early on. So I pulled up their schedule while you were talking. And it's Broncos, a team I like. Bills, Steelers, Chargers, Packers, who I at least think are a buttoned up organization. Patriots, Bears, Lions. Like the Giants are the only other team I could see them beating. And that's November 5th. I'm sure they'll probably have a win or two by then. But you get the idea that I think that team actually has it rough in the AFC. Without a lot, you know, with Devontae Adams and friends out there, in my opinion. So, and they're 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 just so poorly coached. We haven't seen Josh McDaniels do anything. So, I am out on them. Well, it all depends how fat Josh Jacobs is coming in. <laughs> if he's coming in out of shape, it's going to be a rough start to the year. But Jimmy G's a winner, man. I yes, it was in okay. San Fran, with, yeah, and he's oh, going to keep that reputation when he sprains his ankle and isn't starting anymore. <laughs> Uh, all right. So, uh, not interested in best and worst record. Here's the ones I want to talk about team to score the least regular season points. These are always fun to me because it's like, it, it's just kind of wild what you can see. Um, so I got first dibs here and it is the Tennessee Titans. This offense, I like if new Hopkins isn't a great wide receiver, Traylon Burks is already a little bit beat up. I could see this offense being completely flat. Uh, doing the Derrick Henry thing, you know, which is which is okay, but I he's older. I don't think we're gonna see though as many of those like eighty yard touchdown runs just because you know after you run that much, his legs have got to wear down eventually. He's not gonna have that same speed to break away. So plus two thousand, I could see the Tennessee Titans have a really hard time trying to score, and they have that run first mentality that can hamper you in this situation. So um, a few things that I, I look for in this one is uh, our really good defense and a poor offensive line. Uh, and so uh, obviously, you know, weapons and not having a quarterback are, are huge, but uh, <laughs> that, 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 that's a pre-qualifier to be in this top 3000. I, I was going to say they're already <laughs> all in there. Uh, but the two, I, I, you know, ironically, we've talked a lot about the Buccaneers being a team that can win, but they, they play a slow game. They have a good defense. I mean, Baker Mayfield can win a lot of, you know, 12 to nine games and, uh, 
you know, they don't have to score a ton. That one and uh, the Carolina Panthers are two. That division, that I just, besides uh, the New Orleans Saints, there's just not a lot of, you know, offense that I'm really, really excited about or believe in. And so um, Carolina, I, I've heard just awful things about, like, their line in the preseason. Uh, they have a solid defense. Uh, you know, if they have a good defense, it doesn't, doesn't produce turnovers because, you know, lack of aggressive play on the offense and uh, an offense that can't move too well and just, you know, check out the Panthers last year with Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. Like that, it was pretty rough to watch. Um, I, I I like those two. So Carolina Panthers plus 800 and Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus 1500. Uh, one more I'm just going to drop before we move on just real quick. And that is the, it's, it's the Patriots and the Falcons at plus 3000 and 4000. Um, that is just because of the style of their play and the fact that they want to have a good defense and they want to have a run first offense. I won't talk much more, but just, you know, things that stood out before I started scrolling. A, a big uh, surprise there. If you go up though, what was yeah. it? The, is it the third highest Chicago bears to score the least amount? Talk about not believing in Justin Fields. Wow. Oh my gosh. You're going to, we're going to feel real dumb right now. It says team, team to score. Oh, it's team to score. Okay next is concede so i just wanted to make sure that like i I saw the header here i'm like oh man did we just do the whole score when it's supposed to be give up but we're all good uh all right so now we have team to concede the least regular season points these are the best defenses coming out i sent this in a message it makes no sense to me that the browns are the third ranked here (laughs) i like i like their defense but man that is really high for a defense that, like, we blamed for all their losses last year. Joe Woods being a problem, you know, just collapsing in fourth quarters. Uh, so just shocked to see them third overall here. Um, but now a team I actually believe that can take the title here, and that is the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, this team is def- defense first. They want to not play a comp- they don't want to play an explosive brand of offense. They're going to be, you know, pounding Najee Harris. Their offensive line still isn't that good. And they're going to hope that George Pickens and Deontay Johnson can make a 50-yard catch and they can win a game 3-0. So I think at plus 1,400, they get the elements on their side late in the year because of where they're located and the teams and the division they're in. So I think uh, 1,400, you could do a lot worse than to say, give me the Steelers. I kind of agree. One of the other teams that kind of jumps out are uh, the New York Jets, just being that Aaron Rodgers loves to play slow. He is, I mean, for as good as he's been, uh, he barely, he doesn't throw for, for a ton of yards. He he uses the entire play clock. He likes to do that. Um, and he's he is totally fine. I, you know, everything I heard out of Green Bay is it wasn't, you know, a Matt LaFleur, Nathaniel Hackett thing. It's Aaron Rodgers likes to like he's just totally fine winning a 17 to 10 game or 24 to to 10 and the difference is is the new york jets have a defense that is better than anything he's ever had in green bay right now so um yeah they they play some some real good teams and um but i like a you know a methodical offense and uh, a strong defense so a few of the surprises up here, um, and I'd have to look back at who won, who's won previously, but the 49ers, the Bills, the Eagles, I'm not going to include the Cowboys in this one, but those three have such good offenses. Like the other teams, 
like are gonna have to score to at least keep up. I mean, not not that they're gonna be pretty games. Garbage time also hurts. I remember that Eagles game last year was it was like a Kenny Pickett game. He threw like three picks and AJ Brown went bananas. But then the Steelers had like two late game touchdowns and lost thirty eight to twenty one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, and it's not always gonna be like that. But you know, just if you score twenty eight to you know thirty plus points a game, other teams are gonna you know keep up just just based on like the the tempo and the how the game's played. Um, the exception is the 49ers because, God, they beat up people. They, I think teams quit <laughs> against them. They, just, they start needing the ball at halftime to go home. Um, <laughs> yeah, all right, so let's go on. So next up we have, this is team to score the most regular season points. Uh, so obviously Chiefs, Bills, Eagles, yeah, those are all boring, so I'm not picking those. Um, Dolphins are there. We've already talked them up enough, so I don't want to say them either. I'm going to go with the team that we have to win the division handily, and that is the Jacksonville Jaguars. They just went out. They got all their toys. Uh, Calvin Ridley. Now uh, Trevor Lawrence gets his second year in this system. Uh, they're going to be in a weak conference, blowing teams out. So or weak division, not weak conference. So I think they can come out and start, you know, just rolling up the score on people with a great play caller, a great offensive scheme. And Doug Peterson isn't shy. When the Eagles were good with him, they were lighting people up. So I believe in the in the Jags to come out and do the same at plus 2,500. I know we've talked them up a lot, but man, I like the Chargers here. Um, <laughs> a lot of it is because their team is going to give up points. I don't care. On paper, the Chargers have had such a good defense so many years and i got every single year teams still figure out a way to score on them and uh especially with the way that uh this offense can move i don't think that that changes um so the more they score you know fast paced game hopefully the chargers uh will, will keep up but i like them i don't hate the jaguars uh here at all um i, I just hope once again they, they don't win a lot of you know 24 to 7 games against uh their in-division opponents I think they can run the ball well enough that even when they're running out the clock, that Travis Etienne can maybe bust out a play. So Tank that's Bisbee. my hope. Tank Bigsby. He's, he looked good in preseason. Uh, time to concede, or team to concede the most regular season points. So these are the worst defenses. Um, Welcome Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. I think that um, if, if he's trying to pass more, you're going to see some you know untimely fumbles, untimely interceptions. Uh, and once again, like I, I expect a lot of high scoring games. I, I expect, uh, I think that they'll be able to score a bit. I, I think that they'll be able to keep up with teams, but I really think that, uh, their defense, it's really going to show how bad that defense is. Um, one team I, I, th I like is, is the Rams, uh, plus 1100. And I know they have Aaron Donald, but I could see them moving Aaron Donald at the deadline. It seems like this team is ready to cut bait with its Super Bowl run and, and just move on. They knew what they got. Uh, and if they don't start off strong, I could see all their older players getting disgruntled. Like Stafford is our, apparently Matt Stafford's wife went on a podcast and said he's having trouble relating to young guys. And that's most of their team now. So I <laughs> am just not trusting the Rams. Uh, I'm just not trusting the Rams to make smart decisions halfway through the year, blow up the roster, and just look ugly. They already got rid of Jalen Ramsey. Who knows how this defensive backfield is going to look without him in it? So I think 
you know, nicks and bruises on some of their best players will lead to more timeout, and that could lead to just letting teams run up the score on them. Was Bob, was Bobby Wagner cut? Yeah, he is back with the uh, the Seahawks. Oh, that's awesome for the Seahawks. Um, I mean, just like the natural leader there. Um, but yes, the Rams were the other team that I was going to talk about. Exact same thing. <laughs> uh, poor defense, inopportune interceptions. Matt Stafford is that guy. Um, I love Cooper Cup this year. I think that that whole offense, like I don't, I don't think that you know it's going to be centered around Cam Akers running the ball. It's going to be centered around the Stafford and Cup. And as long as he can stay healthy, uh, he'll be leading my fantasy teams. So um, yes, uh, I think that uh, that Rams defense. That was the other one that I was going to pick with the Bears. Absolutely. All right. That covers our little fun segment there. I think we did pretty good for not actually having looked at those. Oh my gosh, I hit the wrong button. <laughs> no. I didn't hit stop. I hit stop recording.